we we started we we read through the questions on page Shinpei Gimel right, that the Sefer Ikrim asks. We mentioned that the Sefer Ikrim disagreed with the Rambam's presentation of the thirteen Ikrim. He said there are only three Ikrim, and because he, he says, uh, right, if we look in the uh, right. In the last bold print on the in the in the in the, in the top part, Gamkain, the last the has a several uh, quotations from the uh, from the Sefer He says Gamkain amamim b'schar ba'onish, somebody who does believe in reward and punishment, but he believes that everything is for the souls as a in olam abav and he doesn't believe that there is a resurrection of the body. Why should the whole Torah fall just because one doesn't believe in that? Meaning, here the, the, the Ikrim defines that the, the, that the three Ikrim are the ones that without them, there is absolutely no Torah. Right? right? The existence of God, prophecy, reward, and punishment. Right? Those are the three things. If you miss any one of those three things, you don't have... You don't have the Jewish religion, but uh, something like Tchias Amesim, he says it's a detail. You know, if you don't believe in Tchias Amesim, so it happens to be true. He's not denying it, but he's saying he doesn't see why it should be called an Iker because if someone fails to believe it, his Yiddishkeit is still Yiddishkeit. Right? Still, he's still shy to the Torah. Right? You know, somebody's so he says, In other words, why should it be considered so important? Okay, so then Rabbi Moshe says, we'll just continue from that point. In other words, but Rabbi Moshe says, but it is according to the Rambam. No, we have to explain the Rambam. The, the, the Ikrim comes to, to argue against the Rambam. He holds it, no, that he doesn't believe that the Tchiasamesim is an Ikr. But if we are learning Rambam, so we have to try to understand the Rambam and defend the Rambam. So he says, right, The Torah collapses. Like a tree that's, that's missing a, a root. We still have to explain it. We still have What's the problem? If we believe that the reward is only for souls and not for bodies, we're going to try to explain why it's not shaykh to have a muna in Torah in any way. This is his source, and this is where he's getting it from, with a little bit of Tosefet, little explanations and expansion. Okay, good. So let's start again. Seder Yomoto Lamar Bolam Hazeshlemut. Anybody who learns the history of the world knows that Olam Hazet does not have perfection, does not have Shlemus. Yeshno Koshi Ashayachli Yisoda Bria. No There is a difficulty, which is shaykh to the to the asod, to the foundation of the bria. No an expression that it penetrates deeply to the depths. There was a very, very fundamental question. And even though, despite the many different answers that were said. Nishar hadavar tamua adlemod, the thing that remains very, very difficult. Kodesh Baruch Hu, what is the difficulty? Kodesh Baruch Hu barata olam letachlit, sheolam yase et ritzono. Kodesh Baruch Hu created the world for a purpose, that the world, right, although right, not just people, the world will come to a shleimus, will, will do his, its, his will. V'yera'ek, if he'a kavana helyonami menu. Kodesh Baruch Hu had a plan of what the world is supposed to look like. And right, and unfortunately, it says we make a when we examine this. 
that from creation until the coming of Mashiach, right, for all generations, there wasn't even a small time, a short time where this really took place. So Kodesh Baruch Hu seems to have fumbled the ball, or made, just made a, didn't work. Okay. The day is 12 hours. Right, the, the dust was gathered. A form, like a formless form. The, the limbs were, uh, were stretched out, where the limbs became formed. The commandment against eating from the Eitz Adas came in the ninth hour. In the 10th hour, he sinned. In the 11th hour, he was judged. He was thrown out of Gan Eden in the 12th hour, just before Shabbos. Right. The Odom Bikor, Odom Yikor, in, in his kavod, Bal Yalin, he wasn't able to even get to 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 get there. Right. He wasn't able to sleep overnight. Right, he didn't 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 make it. Harei shelo hayal adam rishon afilu shachat meatzivui aravera. There wasn't even an hour between the commandment and the avera. Sheadam haya. <laughs> that there was, that there was, that Adam was in his state of tikkun. He didn't last even for an hour. So the whole perfection of Adam Arishon right, was from the time that he was created until the time that he sinned was very, very minute. Are you old? There are other occasions when things were went very well. At the time of Matan Torah, says, "Ani amarti alokim atem uvnei yon kochem." Hashem says about the Jewish people at the time of Kabbalah Satara, You are godly. Because at the time when Am Yisrael stood around Harsinai to be the Kabbalah the Torah, there was a there was a uh, they reached the Madrega before the Chet. They reached the, the state of perfection. Achain, but what happened? There was a sin. Ki Adam to Muslim. That you will you 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 die just like Adam died. It was just like Adam. There was a gzera of death against him. So also Klayus there became a gzera of death. It had Amisrom not uh, had the Chaita Ego, they would have lived forever. Then the Chaita of Adam Arishan would have been totally erased. Amisrom would have entered into Eretz Israel and the uh, and uh, and the uh, and the, the gula would have been there, but how long did that last? Didn't last very long. But oto rega sheamad Moshe lekabel et haluchot at the moment when Moshe was going to receive the luchot v'lahavi legmar hatikun asofi and to bring the end as b'diuk asuat egal Moshe amru chazal. Right, the Melech was in his Mesiba, in his Chupa. Right, the Ner, the, the, the sweet smelling spices, gave Natan Recho, were fragrant. And what happened? At that moment, Aluva Kala Mizana Betochupata. Right, despicable is the Kala who who is Mizana right, at the chupa itself. Okay. So that didn't last too long either. Right. There was the moment of, of the 
the crescendo of a whole Matan Torah, where Moshe Rabbeinu has been Mechabal the Luchos, and smash. Okay? Which is exactly parallel to the Chet of Adam. V'chazal katov katov she'achet haya bizman she'akarib baruchu haya asuk benetina. Akarib baruchu achaz b'luchot mitzad echad. Akarib baruchu was holding luchot from one end. Umoshe b'tzad sheni. V'toch kedea netina ha'yirachet. During that act, as the as it was being given over. If they would have gotten the Torah for even a minute, they wouldn't have been a chet. But as it was happening, it became bottle. Let's see, Viter, we're going through a little survey of the glorious moments of Kla Yisrael, which turned out to be very few and far between. After Akarish Baruch Hu accepted the tshuva, right, and the second luchot were given, right? At the time of the dedication of the Mishkan, which was on Rosh Chodesh Nisan, there was another opportunity to reach that tikkun. And there were ten crowns that were on that day. It was a wonderful day. It was a day of auspicious. There was an absolute rec- reconciliation with uh, between Amiso and Baruchu. And it was a simcha in all of the worlds. means it was clouded over, it became darkened. Not of Avio, not of Avio died. They were brought this Esh Zara and they died. It affected, it didn't, ha- it didn't happen that the Shechina should dwell in Israel. It was just like there was a Cheta Egel, right, for the Torah. So this was the Cheta Egel, right, relative to the Hakamas HaMishkan. It was a Kilkul which, right, which stood and in opposition to the to the tikkun and this and ultimately destroyed the tikkun. Right? It says uh, it was such a tragedy, and uh, and we're supposed to actually today, to this very day, shed tears. Right. Right. If something has no meaning today, then why should we cry? So why are we expected to cry? Or why is it a good thing to cry? Right. That the fact that the simcha was darkened, was clouded right, with the hakamas by the simcha hakamas mishkan was taken away. That's what we're crying about. We're not crying about the personal deaths of Nodav and Avil, as sad and as tragic as it was, but we're crying about what happened to us, what happened to the, to the world history. World history says that this is something that was that, that prevented the ultimate tikkun from happening. Hayaod there was another time when the Tikkun Shalem could have been. It was The intention was that this was going to be lasting forever. But also there, there was a blemish. That night, 
Nasa Batia Bas Paro. He married right, the daughter of Paro. The Hayasham Tsohala Simchas Besa Mikdash with Tsohalas Bas Paro. There was a twin celebration, Besa Mikdash and the marriage to Bas Paro. The also Tsohala Simcha Bas Paro Yosem Mitsalas Besa Mikdash. And the festivities of Simcha of Basparo were greater than the festivities of the Beis At that moment, Baruch Hu decided that this is going to happen. We're going to destroy Yerushalayim. That it was against my my anger that that this city came into existence from the day that it, that it was built, because the building of the city of Jerusalem had the it had in it the ingredient of its destruction as well. Amar Yehuda, Amar Shmuel, another Gemara. The Gemara says, "B'shash and Asa Shlomo at Bat Paro, Yarad Gavriel, v'naatz kane bayam." Gavriel, the the angel, right, put a kane, put a, a reed, a stick into the sea. The Allah both sirton and like a little island grew up around it, a little reef. The Allah nivna krach gadol shalomi, and that was where the big city of Rome was built ultimately. As Chazal are telling us in a figurative way, Derech Moshel, that that the that the that the goals that we're experiencing today, right, of Rome, it has its foundation. Has its origins in that long, long time ago sin of Shlomo Amelech that he married Basparo, and uh, his heart began to get turned away, as, as, as the as the Psukim tell us, and and say for and say for Malachim. Arei she'achurban kvar hayab she'asabinyan. The churban was already there at the time of building. But tozman she'tzarich hayal liot hatikun. It arva simcha. We got mixed up. Shal binyan habayit v'simcha shal nesuei ba'atparo. They got they were intertwined. V'ninatz hakane and that 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 reed was was placed in the ground. It was stuck in the ground. V'hunach hayesod legalut hamara shalano ayom and the foundation of our bitter gollus of right was started at that point. These were the, the, the special occasions that there was a chance to reach the ultimate tikkun. Mechet, I have a typo here. Mechet Adam Arishon, Shebichi Sarach, from the Chet of Adam Arishon who sinned in the ninth hour. Der Chet Egel. Misas Narubaviyu, Barkukamas Abayas, Yakar Imsimchas Basparo. These were like different occasions. He can count four different occasions. Adamarishon, right? Cheta Ego, not of a view. And in the time of the Hakon's with 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 the Simcha of Basparo. It means that there is no meaningful time. The entire history of the world. That the world looked like Hashem wanted it to look. And this is a Davar Tamer. created the Bria that it should do its will. How could it be that there wasn't even a one, one hour, one, one moment that the Bria did what it was supposed to do? God knew everything ahead of time. Baruch didn't create a world that was going to become absolutely ruined and destroyed. Right? He knew, right? He created it so it, to, because he expected it to be a perfect world. And he wanted it to be a perfect world. But it can't be that, 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 that the Bria, that the, that the Bechira of, of human beings Right? We have Bechira, of course, and we, and we do sins, and, we, and, it, and it does cause things to get messed up. 
in the in the right. But it can't be that that Kodesh uh, who created the world without some kind of, uh, of fail safe, some kind of safety safety valve, right? Where uh, things are going to get fixed. Right? And the Kodesh said, "Okay, you know, just throw up your hands and." You know, I, I person wants to thinks he's going to create something great, something right? he's going to create some kind of an institution or something, and he's going to, it's going to be great, and, and it doesn't work out. But stop, throws up his hands and says, after uh, five years, ten years, it didn't work out. I failed. I'm sorry, big mistake. That certainly can't be what a Baruch what happened to Kodesh Baruch Baruch doesn't fail. Kodesh Baruch right when he when he Creates, he creates for a purpose, and that purpose is going to be fulfilled. Okay. Okay, so now let's go on. He builds up the points further. Can it be that Hashem's Maisim will not come? Says in the Posik, Amarti Laholalim Al Taholu. I said to the holy, what are the holy? Holy are the people who are, huh? are involved in holy. Uh, I didn't know if it was from Hallel or some Memphis. No, it's, a, it's, it's the opposite. It's the people who are, who are, uh, who are acting totally irresponsibly. Yeah, the whole lulus is something which is a totally irresponsible way of, of behavior. Right? It's the kinds of things that people get into when they get into a, uh, you know, you, know they, you go to a uh, a party that degenerates into drunken singing and dancing and uh, that whole lulus. Okay? That's what we call whole lulus. Right? Right? Sometimes you'll hear uh, a mashgiach say, "Oh, the dancing at the Simchas Torah. Well, that wasn't." Simcha that was holos, yeah, because people went crazy and they, and they weren't under control. Just yeah, giving example of how the word could be used. Right? So Marti la holalim, right? Alta holu v'larashayim, and today said to Hashem, Alta rimu keren. Amar lahem and the rishayim do not raise your keren, do not raise your your, your banner. Amar lahem akolim baruchu l'rishayim. Hatzadikim lo samchu ba'olami. The tzadikim did not rejoice in my world. The atem mvakshim lismoach, and you wanted to be happy. That doesn't make any sense. It's a kavuchomer. The tzadikim didn't make it. So then, what kind of a simcha could you have? Shlokish b'shem b'shem v'nasi yomar tapuach akevo shel odav arishon. The tapuach akevo. What is the tapuach of a cave? The tapuach akevo is uh, the ball of his foot, tapuach is an apple. Right? But you, if you look at the, the, the person's at the bottom of the person's foot, right, so it's a little rounded. Right? So that's what we call the tapuach of the of, of the heel. Tapuach hakevel shel adam rishon v'yemachet galgal chamo. It could darken right? the the sun. The will cluster upon of alachas chamo. And, and so certainly his face would outshine. Uh, even 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 his, his the, the, the heel of his foot was brighter than the sun. Well, certainly his face. Right. He didn't have a simcha. Umisha mesa sara, and he says, even though he survived, but sara died. Ahudachsiv vayabo Abram lispol lisarv lifkosa. Umehecham ba. Where did he come from? Where did he come? He says vayabo Abram. Right. So Chazal says, Rabbi Yehuda Bar Simon Omer Meharam Oriyaba, that he came as Chazal Darshan that that uh, that Sarah's soul fled from her when she heard about the Akeda, and then she died, and so then. When Yaakov, the Moshe Rabbeinu, came back to uh, to Hebron, right, to bury her, Elisha, Elisha, Bas Aminon of Lo Samcha Ba'olam, 
This was on the day of Matan Torah. She saw one, she saw five crowns. Her brother-in-law, because she was married to Aaron, right? So her brother-in-law, Moshe, was the king. Nasi, right? She was the, the sister of Nachshom and Aminidadav. Her brother was the Nasi. Bala Kohen Gadol. Her two sons, they were the two assistants. Pinchas ben Bina, her grandson Pinchas ben Elazar, Mushuach Muhama. He was already the one who was designated to be the, the Kohen, who was Mushuach Muhama, right? the one who was went out to lead the people into battle. So she had five, how many we have? We have Moshe, Nachshon, Aaron is three, the two sons is five, Pin, right? What happened? Her sons, right? Nodav and Aviu, went in to be makriv, and they were burned alive. Nevchu Simchosa Eva. Who tells us that her, her Simcha turned into a into a mourning. Imagine, Elisheva Basaminodav was the, the pinnacle of happiness and nachas that a human being could reach. You can't get better than, right, than the, the situation she was in with a husband, a brother, brother-in-law, sons. It all got destroyed in a moment. Yisrael osamchu be'olomomish. Because it says, Samach Yisrael be'osav eno omer. The Pesach doesn't say Samach, that the Jewish people, Yisrael, rejoiced with its creator. Ela Yismach says Yismach Yisrael also right Lismach it's going to happen in the future. The Masav Shol Hakadosh Baruch Hu Lasi Lavon Kavi Yochel Hakadosh Baruch Hu Lasamach Be'Olamo and Hakadosh Baruch Hu didn't even have Simcha in his world because it says Samach Hashem B'Masav. There's a pasuk, another pasuk. Lo Eino Neomer. It doesn't say that Hashem rejoiced. Ela Yismach Atid Hakadosh Baruch Hu Lismach Ba'Asem Shol Tikin Lo Over Lo. Right. Okay, that's five is the four sides in the middle. That's the shlemus. Ramez is Absolute simcha. Right now it's clear that any chance of simcha shleima doesn't exist. Only when the time of Mashiach but that means that most of the Bria is going down the drain. Right? Is 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 right? Had no purpose. It did not was not part of the of of the ultimate kiyum. Right? There's so much, you know. You know what's the phrase that the people use? You know, you know the dustbin of history, right? Right. The dustbin of history is very, very full, right, compared to what wasn't in the dustbin, right? And he says that this just can't be. In other words, the fact, okay, we're going to get to Yidmosa Moshiach, but that means that thousands of years of history are going to have been proven to have not been significant. They were meaningless. Those lives, they didn't count. Right? They just were just like, sort of like cannon fodder to get to to the ultimate to the ultimate goal and that can't be 
So he says, "Achadayin kasha, ech yitachem." That's that's the question. Shabriya ruba kekula ruba, right? Almost all ad az tiyale hefsed. Everything that happened which should be for naught. Everything that was until the Dora Malbul was destroyed. And this was a very powerful door. You look in the Gemara there, the Gemara talks about the great brocha that they had, the great shepherd that they had. Right? The, they were able to, they were strong and powerful. They, were, they reached tremendous powers. Everything went down the tubes. All that was left of that was Noach, and then the ones who were with him. From Noach and Abraham, it's all, it's all part of the 2,000 years of Tohu. We know that, they, that there's 2,000 years of Tohu, right? First 2,000 years of creation. And that ended, he says, right? so they all were scattered and lost in the Dora Paloga. Right, depending on the cheshbon uh, uh, of the thing, as Avram was either forty-eight years old or fifty-two years old. Olam anak v'shalem, a gigantic world, a whole world. It's all gone. How much good was there? If there was something good, it was the shtar and the shovar. What is the shtar? The, shtar, the shovar is the receipt. Meaning, the guy comes and says, okay, I have a shtar that you owe me $1,000. But at the same time that I have a shtar that's holding $1,000, right, there's also a receipt that says that I was paid the $1,000. Right? 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 So the shtar, that's what that's the phrase that we use, the shtar. But the shovar, the that which breaks the shtar, that which is the shows the, the shadar is really meaningless, is, is still, is, is exactly at the same time. It doesn't exist by itself. The shadar, it just doesn't exist. Okay, so obviously the answer is going to be that's going to be the grand answer to explain, but Ramesh explains it nicely, you know, just not not something you're just going to say in, in three words, okay? But it's going to be, uh, we'll try to understand what is Tzchiyas HaMesim, how does Tzchiyas HaMesim rectify this and reconcile this. V'tshuvah shilazot nimseit ha'emuna v'tchiyas HaMesim. Tzchiyas HaMesim lamedet al hazarat ha'chayut lo'olam kulo. Tzchiyas HaMesim teaches about the return of chayut or chayut, right? Right, to the whole world. The world that, as it appears, that was not the goal. And we can't assume that. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense to say that this is what Akoi Prochu intended. It can't be that the world was created essentially damaged goods. Like a, like a printing that, uh, you know, an edition that was possible. And they printed a book and they found you know, 18 mistakes in the book. They had to throw out, you know, they had to throw out the whole thing. Right? You got to throw it out. You got to make a new edition. Which happens. So now what he's saying is that is not only, and this is the Chiddush here that he's going to say, isn't only a personal reward or a personal rectification. A guy was a tzaddik and he lived, but he suffered, or he wasn't Zochatu. To keep Torah mitzvahs because of his suffering, so therefore we'll give him another chance. We'll give him an olam haba as a personal kind of of a perk. No, no, he's saying it's something which goes much deeper than that. Right? This is going to be a complete 
remaking of the whole world. Okay, so let's see what he says. Anachmuchayabim lamin is going to fix all of the things. Everything that that happened in the world until every particle of activity. Many, any, any smallest particle will return to be fully alive. Everything that, that ever was right, will be restored, but will be restored fully alive. In this world, the things that are here are only partially alive. Even or the, all, all the different chalke abria, the animals, or the, the, the plants, or the domains, right? they're all only partially alive because there's only a partial presence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the world, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu has removed himself and, hit, and, and has hidden himself. And what we're going to, right, and so therefore, it, it's, it's going to have to be that all of those things are really going to experience life, real life. And they'll be part of that of that world. The, the meaning of life, which Chiyas HaMesim reveals, everything that came into existence in the world, it's part of, of, of the existence of the world, right? Maybe there's a, a vav missing, right? The sentence doesn't sound. Maybe a vav, I would put there. It's alive and will not and cannot be finished, cannot be consumed, cannot, cannot lose its existence. Because he says, Hamavet, death, Kefishu Nirele in Enoayom, as it appears to us, we look at death as thinking, okay, it affects people. No, it creates a general state in the world. Everything, everything comes to an end, everything is removed. But in the matzav of the of life as it should be, kol puula upuula mitztarefet lechiyut haklali shalolam. Everything that happens is joined together with the general life force of the world. Nimseit chaya chaya vekayemet leolam. It is alive and kicking in this world. Emunat chiyat ametim alameret. Right. As we say, this is a quote from the davening Rosh Hashanah, right? the uh, Brach of Zichronos. Right? That of all of the Hamon Brios, the, those got call, all the right, multitude of creations, Le'ain Tachlis, no limitless, right? Infinite. Adam from the time that Adam was existed until the end of generations. Nothing went to waste. It's not going to end. Everything that happens has in it eternity. But it joins together with everything else. And together with every other single detail. Okay. So that's what, so, so we have to think about this a little bit. Because right? he's saying he's saying something a little bit, you know, again, not, not, not what we intuitively have been thinking about. We're intuitively thinking, okay, it's a good thing that happens to 
you know, it happens to people, right? we'll, we'll, we'll be rewarded with the Tchiyas HaMesim. But he says that Tchiyas HaMesim is going to be a re, remaking of the world. Right? That all of the different parts of the world are going to have to show to have been really part of a a world that was metukat. It was part of it. was part of a world of tikkun. In this world, we don't have the ability to perceive how it be how it's a world of tikkun. Doesn't we 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 don't see the tikkun part of it because we just see the death part of it. We see the how. How everything is moving towards towards you know, its conclusion, right? but he says, but that's not, but that's not the way the world was supposed to be. And if God created something, He created it for a purpose, and He will see to it that that purpose is fulfilled. Right? Right? And there will be a time of tchia when life will be restored to everything. And everything will live or will exist in a way which expresses the perfection that Hashem Baruch had in mind when He created it. I welcome any thoughts on the subject here. Yeah? Okay, no thoughts. Jory, you look like you want to say something. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you know, it's this age-old question. I mean, are we here to to choose and to have freedom, or you know, we 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 chose badly, or individuals chose badly, and and we're destined to repeat the mistakes? I mean, I, I think I have more questions than uh, answers at this point. I mean. Yeah, well, questions. Questions are good. I mean, maybe, maybe if we have some questions, we can think about it. Uh, well, I mean, on the on the simple face of it, uh, there is good in the world. You know, there is uh, simcha and there is uh, closeness to Hashem and acts of kindness and many things study and everything else so what what exactly is lacking and what is the connection between the sins of uh these um seminal events in in our history and ourselves okay yeah. So we have, we have some we have questions, some questions. Uh, um, what was the first thing you say? Remind me. Well, uh, just the idea that that is really things as bleak as it's described. That that there is no. Uh, 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 you remember no Ramosha? Yeah, Ramosha in an earlier part when he was talking about Mashiach, right? He. And we, we, we noted that he was pretty much of a pessimist and uh, he was very, very, spoke very strongly about anybody who thinks that things are, you know, even a fraction of what they should be, right, has to have his head examined. Yeah. I mean, that's what Berach, what Ramosha said. And again, describing, it was if we had any, if we had any, uh, you know, understanding any sense of of what it means that they have a machine, to, you know, that they have a kashbaruch in our presence. What 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 the world looked like with the Beis Hamikdash, right? Um, you know, and and if we would understand how how far we are, how hollow our well, what we think is a, a connection with Hakadosh is such a small percentage, fraction of what what a connection with the Baruch Hu really should be, could be. Right? So it's true. So you know that that's that's the whole point. We have to 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 learn over and over again that what we have today, as gishmak as it is, and I agree with you, right? 
you know, for, for us who are, you know, certainly we're, we have some kind of, we have Torah, we have mitzvahs, when we have a simcha, and we have, uh, you know, simcha sechaim, you know, we have all kinds of good things. Um, but uh, we have to appreciate that, you know, that we're really basically blind and, and, and that we don't have the senses that, uh, you know, the senses that, that we have, you know. Chazal say, learning uh, today the uh, other inyanim, Chazal right? say that the uh, you know the aura of the shivas hayomim, the aura of the seven days of creation, you know Adam could you could see from one end of the world to the other end of the world, right? You know the the uh, well, what does it mean? It means that the, the, there's a there's a light of uh, it's just like we can't you know we we can't Chazal say when the Mashiach comes we'll be able to. Look into a barrel and see what's in the barrel. Right? There won't be any. We'll have X-ray vision. We'll, we won't. We'll be able to see, you know, unlimited. Right? Why? Because not because our eyes are going to necessarily get better, but because the light is going to be a better light. Imagine if 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 the light that we had wasn't the the uh, the spectrum of light that we have today, but it was a, the light that that could, you could see through things. You could see far. You could see everything. You could you know, um, and. And that's only that's in the physical sense. You take that as a muscle for, for, uh, for chokhmah, for Torah, right? That, that what we can understand of Torah is, you know, such an infinitesimal part of what there is to understand about Torah. Right? That uh, if we would appreciate how how far we are and how, how little we have, so then uh, every day would be a Tisha B'av, right? which is really what is, that's what Tisha B'av is supposed to be. This is the day to focus on what we don't have and, and to cry and to mourn over it and realize you know, how far we are from where we should be. Right? So uh, we don't have everyday Tisha because we, we, we couldn't function. Right? But on the other hand, we, uh, but we have to realize that that is the reality. In other words, we have to walk around with that Tisha awareness right? As saying, okay, I'm doing great, and Baruch Hashem, I'm learning, and I'm davening, and I'm doing mitzvahs, and I'm, and I'm doing kindness system to my fellow man, etc. Baruch Hashem, you know, it's a tremendous chesed that who gave us, but you know, it's one uh, promil of uh, of what I, where I, where we could be, where I should be. So anyway, that's so that's something. So that's something that Ramosh is, is, is and not only Ramosh, you know, that's something that that's a fundamental thing that we have to understand. That we're, we're very, very far from from true appreciation, true understanding, right? true perceptions, true true vision, right? and true experiences. Right? In other words, the experiences that we have are, uh, you know, are very, very uh, shallow. Right? Yes, uh, Yaakov. I'm a little confused just about uh, the Tehris Amesim. I, I thought that if we didn't have any Sheikhs to Tehris Amesim, like if, you know, there, there isn't going to be one for, for us as individuals, at least. And and here, what you just read, it seemed was, no, every living thing, everything, everything, everything is is going to come back. Did I did I misunderstand something? I, I'm, I'm... No, so I was waiting for that question. Right? Okay. Not, not because I have an answer. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, but because... Uh, uh, it bothers me also a little bit. I'm trying to understand, um, you know, um, what does it mean that, that the sinners are going to, have, you know, we, we said the sinner, you know, we said that the sinners aren't uh, people who didn't have a shaykhus to eternal life are not going to have eternal life, right? So I don't know the answer to the question. A possibility that I'm thinking, right? Maybe I don't, I don't know if this is what he means, but uh, but a possibility that I'm thinking is that uh, that somebody through his bechira, in other words, human beings have the power to detach themselves from chayim and somehow lose it. Right? Everything else, right? The, you know, an animal or plant doesn't have the power to detach itself from chayim, right? so therefore it will have it. So it's going to, but maybe human beings are in a worse shape because we have the power to detach ourselves from chayim. Uh, which is a very pessimistic thought when you think about it. You know, that, meaning that yeah, we we may, we may we have we have the the uh, infinite capacity to uh, to mess things up, to blow it all. You know, to uh, and to lose the chayim 
to destroy the Chaim that, uh, that the Koi Baruch endowed us with. And that's a uniquely human uh, possibility. Right? So, you know, if that's, maybe that's what he means, you know, I don't know. But, uh, but certainly the question, uh, you know, the question is certainly an important question. Okay, we'll stop here for today. Um, how much more do we have? Uh, we have a couple of pages. Okay, we'll see. It's either going to be one or two more shurim. I'll just tell you what I'm thinking. For, to, uh, I'm thinking about going back to the beginning of the book and doing the first three shurim, which are really introductions. And I think maybe we can, right, or to the whole concept of ikrim. And also, he has a whole piece of the very first year. I don't know how many of you were still around. I mean, most of you weren't here in the first year. I don't think anybody was, maybe. But he talks about how Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, he gave it, evidently he was he was teaching this at the, at the, at the time. Right? It was right after the, uh, he, actually when the book was printed in, in Nisan of Tavshin Samachtes 2009, when the, when the book was first printed, um, so Moshe gave a shear showing how all the Yud Gimel Ikrim really find their place in, in, in Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. And then he talks about the whole concept of Ikrim. Those are like introductory, before actually he goes through the Ikrim one by one, as we've, as we've been doing, he goes through it. So I think that the kind of wrap-up of what we've been doing to go back to the beginning and see what we've gotten, what are the Ikrim and what, and what, what their place is, and we'll spend some time doing those three Shurim. It would be wonderful if we could Get them, you know, through and before by pay, you know, before Pesach break and things like that, and then after that we'll have, uh, you know, to decide whether how how, how to continue. That's my thinking right now. To because uh, we have just to walk away from the book and without having some kind of a wrapping it up and you know review of uh, the ikrim and, and these kind of places and what what the whole concept of ikrim. That's my thinking right now. Okay, my everybody say, okay, thank you for joining and. Uh, Thank you. Mr. Seder, and Thank we'll you. see you in Mir Tashem, uh, hopefully uh, next week.